Welcome to the Whistleway Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty here in San Diego. My name is Brian Kochi, Media and Marketing Director with Whistle Realty Group here in San Diego. The goal of our show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics that you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be mortgage, real estate, or really any business out there. And our goal is to do it in 30 minutes or less. We want this to be the type of podcast that you can listen to on your way to work or on your way home from work and consume the entire thing in one day. Not something where you're going to have to listen to an hour here and then an hour there and an hour there. And like, I don't know about you, but those like three, four hour podcasts can't handle them. I need it all in one shot, maybe two shots max. So that's our goal. 30 minutes. Let's get it done. The way that we like to do this is to answer the questions that you have for us. Best way for you to uh, ask us questions is to go to thewhistleway.com. You can submit your questions on there. You can also join the Whistleway Facebook group where we share a lot of the stuff we're working on within our office. You can also subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel on there. Uh, Join our referral network. We have a lot of referrals to give out because people are leaving uh, California at a rapid rate right now. And you can find out about upcoming events like our Media Mayor Mastermind, which is a uh, 16-hour event held currently during COVID over an eight-week period, two hours a week for eight weeks where we go super, super deep into everything that Brian and I have learned in creating videos for the last nearly six years together. And you get to learn all of that in 16 hours worth of content. So again, to find all that fun stuff at thewhistleway.com. All right, Brian, what's our topic today? So today we're talking again about something related to COVID. Um, Obviously, COVID has changed everyone's lives in one way or another. It's changed definitely the way we've done business. Um, One of the main things, one of the biggest ways we got new business last year, one of our main sources was open houses. Well, since COVID happened, they've shut down open houses almost entirely. Now they're kind of opening it up um, and allowing some some availability. So I know we've been talking about uh, ways that we can do this. I want you to kind of go through some of the, the rules around it and how we're kind of working through it within the rules to make sure we can still show people houses they want to see while being compliant and safe and responsible. For sure. So first thing I would tell you is you need to know your local rules, um, your state rules, and your brokerage's rules. Oh, that's it. First and foremost, (laughs) make sure you know what the rules are. What I'm going to share with you today is what I know to be the rules in California and with EXP Realty um, and within San Diego. So I'm going to share what I know locally. You need to find out what's allowed locally for you. Um, because if you violate what you're allowed to do, you can end up in a lot of trouble. I know that there's a local agent who's in a whole lot of hot water right now that has been running open houses like nothing's happened, and they've been turned into some health board. They've been turned into the real estate board. I mean, they have been turned into a lot of places. And Uh, that's horrible for your brand. It's a bad look for your brand. So I'm just going to tell you, like, don't – this isn't something to play with, guys. There's – you know, tens of thousands of people who have died from this thing. This isn't something to screw around with. And, you know, people very easily forget the good things you do. They very rarely forget the bad things that you do. And so you do some bad things right now. You can cause a lot of damage to your brand that will be very, very difficult to recover from. So first and foremost, know your rules. That's the most important thing. Stay up to date. Most of the states have been really good about keeping their agents in the loop on what the rules are and most brokerages. So know your rules. Um, so what we are doing 
We call it the undercover open house just because it's different than the traditional open house, so it needs its own name. And if you've watched our previous episodes, we like to give things names. Um, <laughs> name your processes. Yes. And that was a previous podcast we did. It was, yeah. Apparently, I shared a link on there, and it had some uh, confidential information, so I had to go back and edit some documents. So. Oh. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Well, to, anytime if I give a link out, we should probably check where that link goes. Oh. You know, like some logins and passwords and stuff. Yeah, oh, so it was bad. Geez. It's all good. So we'll do but, that. Before. But you fixed it now, yeah, right? It's all they're, fixed. If they're listening oh, yeah. to it now, they can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So uh, we are calling these the undercover open house. And so the way that the rules work in California um, and within our brokerage is they will allow an open house. But first and foremost, the signage that you have out cannot be your traditional open house sign. You're putting your traditional open house sign up. You're giving the impression that you're holding a traditional open house. There's going to be some people that are not going to be okay with that. So you cannot use your traditional signage if you're doing an open house right now. Um, in California, it, the rules from the Department of Real Estate state that your signage has to say um, by appointment only or digital sign-in required. You have those two options. So by appointment or digital sign-in. You have to mention one of or both of those two now, can on you, your sign. Can you add a rider to it? You could add a rider. Okay. Yep. But it better be on every single one, yep. not just like one out of, you know, every other, every third or every fourth one, hundred percent of them. 100%. It better be on every single sign. This is not something to mess with. So you need to make sure you have this rider on every single one of your signs. If you're going to go with the rider or just get some new signs made. By the time you pay for riders, you're probably going to realize it's almost the exact same cost. And now when you add the riders on top, now the signs take up more room and then the riders fall off and you're trying to screw them on and the sign might not fit in your trunk anymore think, you know, I don't think we're doing regular open houses for a while right now. So if open houses are a big part of your business, just invest the money into getting some signs made that are compliant, assuming your state allows it and has specific requirements, adhere to that, know the rules. Um, so you could take your existing design and just throw an extra thing on there by appointment only. And then um, you either want to have a tracking phone number or you want to have a website that you're going to drive people to, right? Because if you're telling them it's by appointment only, you probably should have a way for them to contact you to set up set appointment. Uh, we're going the route of using phone numbers um, and we're using phone numbers through call action, uh, callaction.co. Our friend Jesse is awesome over there. Um, and the reason we like going with phone numbers is we like to have conversations with people. It's amazing what happens when you actually talk to somebody. And so people can call or text in in order to schedule their appointment. But the beautiful thing, as soon as they call or text that phone number, we're automatically capturing their contact information service yep. called call capture. Um, so then we will engage with that person and we will set up an appointment for them to come by. Um, so it's all done via signage with call action number. Your alternative is that you have a website. Maybe it's like covidopenhouse.com, which probably is taken, um, but that would be something that you could do. <laughs> yeah, we'll check it out. Um, so you're going to have either a website or a, a phone number on there, make sure that your signs are compliant. So that's something that's important to know before you even dive into this whole thing. And then um, the website, you can just send them to a cal Calendly link. Yeah? Yes. So that would be the thing, right? Digital sign-in, the easiest, most cost-effective ways to use Calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com, Calendly.com, which has a free option, which would work very, very well uh, for utilizing um, a digital sign-in process for your open houses. So what you can do is you can plan your open house. Let's say it's Saturday from 1 to 3. Uh, what I would recommend is you block off 10-minute slots for people, and they schedule 10 minutes apart. 
the way that it works at the actual house is you need to have at least two agents working it or two people it doesn't necessarily have to be two agents you set up a table and or an easy up out front and you have a bunch of um, here in california there's a form called a PED, it's a property entry advisory disclosure um, that people have to sign that says i don't have coronavirus haven't been exposed to coronavirus have no symptoms of it da 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 um, people have to sign that before they can get access to the home so you should have a table you should have plenty of those forms um, and so as people show up, they're going to sign the form and they will then be allowed in people with appointments have priority people who show up randomly. They have to wait until their turn until there's a slot available. Um, in California, you're only allowed to have, uh, one group in the house at a time. So let's assume you have two agents. Agent A is going to sign the first group in and they're going to take them inside. Um, they'll make sure they have whatever's required in your state here in California. The only thing that's required is a mask and that everybody sanitize. So at your table in front, you probably should have some sanitizer um, so that everybody can sanitize before they go in. You should probably have some extra mask just because there's some dumb people that are going to show up without a mask. So you should probably have some masks for them. All right, so group A goes in. When group A is done, they come back out. Um, and group B will have signed in with agent B, and they will now go in the house. And so you're just tr uh, switching back and forth all day. Agent A sits the table, signs a group in, takes them in. When they're done, Group uh, Agent B signs the next group in, they take them in, and you just alternate back and forth all day. Um, I've seen some agents do it where they just say anything that closes from today, we're going to split 50-50. I hate that. Um, what I prefer, if I've worked in sales jobs before, you run on an up system. I'm up, then you're up. I'm up, then you're up. Then we don't ever get in a dispute <laughs> over... Oh, well, I did more work. I don't think you should get 50%. Like, that's just stupid. Don't put yourself in scenarios to be in a dispute. You just take the first lead. They take the second. You take the third, fourth, and just back and forth. It makes it fair. You're each going to get the same amount of leads. So for lead rotation, we use um, Spacio. Uh -huh. Do you just recommend that each agent sign? They each have their own iPad. Yep, their yep. own iPad with their own Spacio. Yep. Connects to their own CRM. Yep. Cool. Yep, we use Spacio. It's our favorite open house sign-in system just because it integrates with like all of the major CRMs out there. So now as soon as somebody signs in, it automatically pushes them into the CRM of your choice and fires off the appropriate follow-up campaign for them, uh, which cool. is awesome. So yeah, you just go back and forth with it again, mask, sanitizer, alternate back and forth. Um, you should have the table set up in front and I'm not kidding, you should take some blue tape and you should have things spaced six feet apart so people know where they gotta stand and where they gotta wait. Because the optics of this, or the way that it looks when people drive by is very important. Because this other agent that I mentioned to you didn't do any of this stuff. And there was just people going in and out of the house freely as people were driving by. That doesn't look good. That's how you get yourself into trouble. Just follow the rules and you can do this. So if you want it to look right, optically, six feet apart. Maybe space out 10 of them, right? The market is crazy right now. If you have a property that's priced very low, you probably should be prepared for a lot of people to show up. Now, what looks really cool is when somebody drives by, they're like, they see your table. Hopefully, it's got your table wrap on it. They see your easy up. Hopefully, it's got your brand on it. They see people spaced six feet apart. They're like, wow, this agent's on it. He's got a line of people waiting to get into this house. He's doing it COVID compliant. Like, this guy, this girl's on their game. Like, that's who I want to sell my house because I haven't seen any open houses around, but it looks like this guy, this girl's got it figured out. Now you start to become the person that they want to work with. And we did like 54 deals from open houses last year. 
because open houses work. These yeah. are people that are not just searching online. These are people that are motivated enough to get their ass in a car, drive to the house, and walk through and see you face to face. That's intimidating to some people. Anybody yep. who's willing to go talk to an agent face to face, they, you know, we've done a lot of talk on this podcast about the funnel. Somebody who's willing to walk into an open house is much further down the funnel than a Facebook lead or even a pay-per-click lead. Like this person got in the car and drove to the freaking house. Even if it's a neighbor, they're further down the funnel because they were curious enough to see what the other home was selling for because they want to know what the hell their home could sell for. Yeah. So anybody who comes to an open house is further down the funnel than any internet lead that you're going to get. AKA more likely to, tr to transact sooner. Yes. In all reality, when we do our open houses and we do it right, we're typically seeing when I'm doing mine, I'm taking one listing out of every two open houses that I do consistently. So think about that. If you could invest two, three, four hours of your time, plus a little time set up and everything like that, let's call it six hours for each. You do it twice. That's 12 hours of investment. But if you get a listing from every single one of them, my average GCI is like 20,000. Do the math, 20,000, 12 hours. It's over $1,000 an hour. That's a pretty worthwhile investment. Okay. And well, I like being face-to-face -face with people. Yeah. I don't like being on the phone all day long. Yep. I've never been an expired FISBO circle dial guy. That's just never been my thing. I'm a face-to-face -face guy. So you get me in front of people. And now the beauty, we talk a lot about all the video stuff that we do. Half the time when I'm meeting somebody in an open house, whether I've met them already or not, they're going to recognize me from all the video stuff we've been doing with everything East County. And they're going to be like, oh, you're the guy from the video. I'm like, yes, I am. And we're <laughs> instantly in rapport. Yep. Right? You like that one. Chris V, that's for you. We're instantly in rapport, right? Because now they already got to know me, like me, and trust me via the video. Now they meet me at the open house. Now it's like, is this a house or do I need to find you another one? It's magic. Cool. Um, as far as like promoting the open houses, depends on your MLS. Our MLS does not allow us to put uh, open houses on there. They only want virtual open houses right now. So the way that we comply with that is we put them on there with a Zoom link and whoever's at the front desk has the phone that's logged into Zoom. And so if somebody pops in the Zoom, they will then take them and walk them through and give them a proper virtual tour because again, not everybody's gonna be comfortable coming to the house. Uh, but our MLS also does allow comments. So then within the comments, we can state home will be held open in person with all COVID regulations in place, one group every 10 minutes, you know, whatever your rules are, how many characters you can fit, um, you'll put that in the text as well. So that's what you can put on the actual MLS in our area in San Diego. Um, but now Zillow will allow you to put the open house on there. Cool. Um, so super crucial being Zillow's the number one site, number one app. You put your open house on Zillow, you put signs up that are COVID compliant, you could run some social media ads to it. Now you could drive some traffic there. You could door drop uh, flyers to everybody in the neighborhood. You could circle dial everybody in the neighborhood. There's a lot of other stuff that you could do to drive traffic to it as well. Now, if you do all of that, you either have to make sure that your, your property is live on the MLS or that you are compliant with your coming soon regulations as well. Yes, clear the, cooperation. That one. Yep. Cool. So I just wanted to make, and we did another video on the a podcast on that as well. Pretty sure we have. Yep. Tom Cattle so, link that up in the show notes. Good luck so, finding it. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully that gives you guys some ideas. You can do the open houses. Just follow your state rules and play within the uh, the guidelines that are given to you. But I promise you, most of the agents they're not keeping up on this stuff. They're just like, oh, we're not allowed to do open houses. You are. 
just got to do it the right way. Or they go do, the other route and they say, I'm going to do whatever I want. And, and then you get, get yourself in trouble oh. and it's not worth it. Um, you do not want to get in trouble over. This is not something you screw with. This is some serious shit. So don't screw around with this. Play by the rules. Play nice. Um, and you can keep your license, which is kind of important because it's hard to sell a house without a license. Cool. Well, hopefully you guys got <laughs> some value out of that. Uh, the way that we like to wrap up the show is to do one more thing and give you another item of value. And these items are what we refer to as the whistle widget of the week. This is something that Brian or I utilize in our business that either saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got for us, Brian? So mine um, actually got us a lead over the weekend, um, which kind of helps. Um, and it's an app on our phone, but it's also something I do primarily on the computer, um, and which is organizing and, and utilizing our Google My Business. And I think we've talked about this a little bit before. Um, I have, I took a couple, um, watched a couple webinars with Y Lopo, who did a bunch of stuff on this. Um, but Google My Business is basically the, um, it, it, came at, it came after Google Plus, and it's just their way of updating information about your business. Um, you can upload photos, you can create posts, um, all that sort of stuff helps you get more recognized. Over the weekend, I had a, someone message us, say, hey, uh, I've worked with someone before in your company, I don't remember who it was, but I'm looking to see this place at this time, can you help me out? I didn't even know how they submitted it, um, but Google My Business has definitely just got us a lead, although it was in Boulevard and, you know, um, but utilizing some tools that the YLOPO team has taught us about um, having that on our phone, being able to respond to messages right away, um, as well as kind of see how our posts and our photos are doing. That's my widget that I've been using a lot lately. Google My yeah, Business. Google My Business is huge. We're watching the, the numbers that come from it and the number of people that are calling the phone number we have registered and that are clicking for directions and are visiting the website by finding us on Google My Business. Like it's huge. If you guys don't have a plan for how to maximize this, just go on YouTube and type in Google My Business Y Lopo. Our friends over at Y Lopo did a really cool video on this. So I would highly recommend you start putting some energy and effort into it because the cost, what, what does it cost to be on Google My Business? It's free.com. Yeah, so that's kind of cool, right? If you can <laughs> generate some leads in business for free and people that are coming to you via Google My Business are higher uh, quality leads, higher intent leads, Further down the funnel leads, which is what we all love in this business. Yeah, and just so you guys know, it's what it is is when you Google someone's name, it's the little um, thing that either pops up on the right or the top that's connected to the map, and it shows their name, their phone number, their address, um, that sort of stuff. So that's what Google My Business is. Cool. Uh, the one that I am going to share today, this is something that helps me out being that my brain works way too fast sometimes. and. If I try to read, I struggle to read. I can listen much better than I can read. Um, actually, I'm actually a terrible reader. If you guys don't know this, I've never read a book in my life. Um, so I found this really cool app. Somebody sent me over a PDF article that was from like Harvard Business Review, and it was like 10 pages. And my brain instantly is like, nope, not a chance. Is that the one that you wanted us to read in like 15 minutes? Not a chance I'm reading this 10-page article. Well, it's, it's not going to happen. So I found this cool app that allowed me to just plug the PDF into it, and then it read the article to me. And you could decide how fast you want it to read to you. You could say, I want 100 words a minute, 200 or 400 words a minute if you're really in a, a hurry to get something done or your brain just likes to process things really quickly. Uh, so this app is called Speechify, Speechify. And 
I was able to throw this 10 page article in there, run it at 400 words a minute, and I had it done in a matter of minutes. It was pretty fantastic. My so, dumbass is over here sitting, reading, <laughs> highlighting. Jeez. So Speechify, for those of you guys, like I know Audible, uh, you can go in and you can you know, set something one and a quarter, one and a half, two times speed. This is a way to do it with PDF articles. Uh, cool. So Speechify uh, is an app on iOS. It's probably out there for Android as well. Cool. So hopefully you guys got some value out of the show today. Again, if you have questions you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, go to thewhistleway.com. We will make that happen for you. If you're listening to the show, you could also be watching the show on YouTube, and you could subscribe to that on there. If you're watching on YouTube and you want to be able to listen while you're on the road, you could uh, subscribe to the podcast as well. You can join our referral network. You can find out about our upcoming events like our Media Mayor Mastermind and join our Facebook group where we share a lot of the stuff we're working on internally here at Whistle Realty Group in San Diego. With that said, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Whistleway Podcast. See you guys next week.